Hi, and welcome to Just a GP. This is our next episode in our COVID-19 special. Disclaimer right at the beginning that this is taped on the 17th of March at 4pm and this is a rapidly evolving space and things do change quickly. This afternoon we're joined by our three usual co-hosts. You've got myself, Beck Hoffman, Charlotte Hesby and Ash Broomfields. How are you all? I'm great. Thank you, Beck. Good, thank you. Wonderful. Today I was hoping to talk about a topic which has exploded over the last week, and that is self-care. And very importantly, our ability to care for ourselves during essentially a pandemic, but any stressful or high anxiety time. And I feel that the two of you have potentially had some significant anxieties over the last several weeks and would be well placed to discuss both potential triggers and strategies for managing those triggers. But to begin with, can we start with a highlight of the week, just to start on a good note about good things that have been happening? Thanks, Beck. Uh, for me, a highlight has been the ability to spend a little bit more time with my husband because we did actually do a little bit of that sort of social distancing and staying away. So we actually spent some time together in the house without anybody else around on the weekend and that was lovely. It's always good to remind yourself about the people that you love and why you love them and spend some time with them. So funny, I saw a tweet just this morning about how there has been a dramatic increase in the number of divorce papers in China since the end of the quarantine period. And I was, um, <laughs> I thought that it was highly amusing that potentially spending time with someone that you love could either be a really good thing or a really bad thing. <laughs> we might be seeing the COVID boom in nine months' time. <laughs> exactly. Um, Ash, yourself, any highlights? I would say a highlight is being able to have my my dogs at home and spending a bit of time with them. I'm looking after my parents' dog at the moment and my working from home at the moment, every sort of half an hour or hour, my dog will come up and, and nudge me and just say, hey, I'm here and will give me and encourage me to give him a pat. And that's been really nice. I think my highlight is my um, little sister has just started a brand new job today in the city and she has cystic fibrosis. So she is at high risk of getting a respiratory illness and her workplace have been amazing. So that is absolutely a highlight for our little family is that they've taken on board her concerns and her apprehensions and has still not only encouraged her to start work, but encouraged her to start work in a safe way. And so that means avoiding peak hour train travel, being set up with the ability to practice from home or to work from home, and has really just made it safe for her to be able to continue to go to work with her increasing anxieties about herself. So I guess just a wider, the community are doing a good job. But self-care extends to ourselves as well as our wider community. And I was hoping you, Ash, could start by explaining what you've done for your self-care and why you've had to increase it over the last couple of days. I think I would say that I actually haven't been doing what I would encourage others to do. And the first stage in all of this is recognition of what it is that you're actually doing. You know, in the past week, 
we have really seen a huge change in what we've needed to do in Australia since the first cases of local transmission occurred. It really made it more real that this is a thing in Australia and that we need to be really mindful of what we're doing. And so I've been involved with my local practice getting our policies and procedures. I've been chatting with my family and friends. I've been you know, chatting with Charlotte frequently and, and trying to get some stuff out there for the GP community and then also trying to be a bit of an advocate in the community as well to just make people be aware of the things that they can do to prevent the spread in our local communities and making sure that we are there for each other and that we're there for the community of GPs around the country. And that's led to me getting a little bit of a, a cold and you know, meeting the criteria where I need to stay at home and get tested for COVID. And I'm sure that that will come back negative because in our regional and rural area, we haven't seen any local transmission. Um, but it has meant that I'm working from home. And can I say that working from home is much, much, much harder to to do the things of self-care that I would normally have in a clinic because I'm not getting up and, and walking in between patients. I'm t- leaving the computer so I'm at a desk for extended periods of time I'm inside so I'm not changing my location very much and I've actually found that I'm therefore not exercising as much as I normally would although when I'm unwell I tend not to exercise as much anyway but I do tend to do some gentle stretching and movement regardless you know I haven't been having a lunch break as long as I normally would and I've been on social media and been multitasking a lot more than I would you know answering text messages, emails and and jumping online and trying to do multiple things at once, which I, I tend to not actually do. And so today for the first time I had this moment where I went, you know what, this is going to be a long haul and my focus is, is to try and institute back in all the things that I know are really important for me and and part of that is making sure that I am actually eating well, having my breakfast, having my lunch, having my dinner and not getting the first quick thing that's easy to eat, making sure that I do put aside some time to do some gentle exercise if I'm unwell or regular exercise when I'm not and having some downtime and turning off social media. You know, I think that at this stage in the pandemic Uh, We have seen a lot of changes from government, a lot of stuff coming out in terms of support for practitioners. And so I've finally reached the spot where I feel like there's some things happening and people are starting to understand what is social distancing. And so it's time for me to spend a little bit more time off social media, having a bit more time with my family and friends and doing the basic things like eating well, doing some movement and having some, some downtime. And then I think you know, enjoying, like Charlotte said, the capacity to do social distancing in in a way that means that I can spend time with my loved ones and do the sorts of things that I like doing, like puzzling and listening to music and reading and generally being a bit of an introvert. Can I say I enjoyed doing that on the weekend? I love cooking. That's one of the things that's good for me. So I had fun making a big three pots of fig jam and a balsamic fig sauce, and I made cheese. Just That was just an aside. Sorry, Ash. I think that's great for you to pop in and do that. Tell us a little bit about your schedule, Charlotte, and how you're trying to manage that. Thanks, Ash. It's so hard, isn't it, when you're really busy, that the busyness and all the things that the busyness sort of entails, it just sort of takes over, and I sort of realise that my brain is 
full of, at this point in time, COVID virus. In January, it was full of bushfires. And so I feel like almost my brain hasn't had a chance to just be normal. And yet I know that normal life and the normal care of our patients is going on regardless. And so it's so important to just sort of try and do that break. So for me, I make sure I exercise. I just love the feeling of when I've done exercise. I don't always love the process of some of it. But having said that, it's the socialising. I go running. I love being outside. I love being able to see the sunrise. And so all of that just does me good. The other thing I like to do is is actually I do craft things. So I feel like I've been creative because that, again, just just helps me feel like this is me and I'm not being completely run over by all of the sort of the desires and everything else of the world. So I blob in front of the television and if I can, I will pull out my crocheting or knitting and make something. And I like being creative with cooking. So hence the thing. And I've been having a lot of fun doing cheeses. So I've done some ricotta, I've done some paneer, and I've just done my first ever halloumi. And I'm very, very excited because it's it's ready to eat this week. I love halloumi. And so the thought of having made it myself is really good. It's, I'm really disappointed, although I'm happy not to be living in Sydney at this stage. I'm disappointed that I don't live in Sydney, so I can't eat some of your halloumi, Charlotte. Well, when you are no longer having to be socially distanced from me, I promise I will make some more halloumi, particularly if it's good, but I might have been able to improve on it. I'll make sure that I hold you to that, Charlotte. I was going to say, I think screen is really important. You know, when before there was lots of information out there about COVID and we're getting regular updates, I found myself kind of trying to check what was happening more frequently. And can I say, I'm really happy now that there's the daily RACGP bulletin because I know that that's the only one that I really need to check to get my information. And that I don't need to go online and be checking what's happening with New South Wales Health and also around Australia and checking the news in order to get the information that I need to help to run the practice. And I think that that's been really useful, you know, just limiting your sources of information to to one source or a couple of sources that you feel that when you listen to it or read it that you've got a good source of information but as you're not kind of overwhelming yourself with the amount of stuff that you need to process about it. So I would say that the things that I'm trying to do now is make sure I read the RACGP bulletin. I'll check New South Wales Health at the at the start of the day rather than at the end of the day because they're usually updating it in the evening. And then I try and listen to a podcast now that talks a little bit about how to, you know, deal with uh, the stress around COVID or something that's a bit more relaxed around it. So it sounds to me like you've both identified that it's been a really stressful time for you and have put in some really great practices that include eating well, exercising in whatever capacity it is that you're able to exercise in, both when you're well and when you're under the weather, some mindfulness activities, including crafting and doing something for yourself. And I really like the shutting off social media and the news. What I was hoping we could each do now is talk through our resource of the week and potentially one for people that might be a little bit more than just anxious at this time. I was hoping to remind people about the Doctors' Health Advisory Service. They have got a phone number and a national service that you can call and contact if you're feeling you need a little bit more help 
than just general anxiety management, you can give them a call and they're a fantastic service. And then I might put out there the Medical Benevolent Society, which was the other organisation that we spoke with when we had Doctors Health Advisory Service on the podcast. And people can scroll down and have a look to find that that episode to hear more about these two. But in this time where we're going to see a little bit of more financial difficulty, perhaps the Medical Benevolent Society actually has the ability to do some financial support for GPs that are in difficult financial situations. And my resource would be just go and find some on, I know we've said don't do too much online stuff, but in terms of if you are stuck at home, it will be important to be able to do some exercise things at home. And there are some really good apps and programs that really are are fun to do at home as well. So my thing, I'm not going to tell you a specific one because I think that everybody has a different thing that they like to do. So just go and find what you like doing and find a program that you can then do at home and make sure you schedule it into your day on a regular basis. Especially useful to do if you're needing to be in social isolation or if you go to a gym that is unable to provide an element of social distancing at this time, it might be a different option for you. Great tip. Thanks so much.